Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. So let me start today with a question. Actually, several questions. Do you want to be more mentally agile? Do you want to be more resilient? Do you want to be more successful? Do you want to make your very best decisions? Do you want to lead yourself and lead others well? Do you want to have greater influence? Do you want to have a more balanced and satisfying life? Well, if you answered yes to any of those, then this episode is definitely one to listen to and pay attention to as we explore the mindset. And and I'm going to call it the EQ Fit Mindset. Remember last time we talked about EQ Fit, EQ being emotional intelligence or the measure of emotional intelligence, which is emotional quotient, along with fitness. These are actually muscles that you can exercise and grow stronger in, in your brain that will help you in so many ways. And here's here's the why. In the crazy whirlwind that we live in, COVID, inflation, supply chain breakdowns, school closings, mandates, civil unrest, political division, there is no end to the things that will drain you of time, focus, and energy. And those are your three most critical assets. Those are things you get to control. And while there's a lot of stuff in this world we don't control, those are things we can control. Where do we put our time, our focus, and our energy? So the question then becomes, how do you navigate all of these disruptions, all of this stuff, on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Distractions, disruptions, fears, concerns, anxieties, worries. STOP. STOP is an acronym I've created for myself. I hope it'll help you as well. Stress and turmoil can be overcome through peace. That's STOP. Stress is the S. Turmoil is the T. Overcome or overcoming is the O, and the P stands for peace. Now, when I say peace, I mean real peace that comes from moving focus away from the negatives to something peaceful. It may also be something positive, but especially something peaceful. You've got to reset your mind to a point where you can operate from a more balanced perspective, a perspective that allows you to access those higher cognitive functions that are so critical to operating at your highest level. Um, And it can be based, peace can be based in faith. It can be based in an experience that you recall. It can be based in a practice or a methodology. But finding that peace is so critical. And that's why that acronym STOP is something I think about a lot. 
Because right now, there's just a lot coming at us from many different directions. So what do you notice when you're stressed or when you're upset? These feelings come generally from a complex set of emotions. Usually being stressed or, or being upset, it's not just one emotion. It's a, it's a complex uh, group of emotions. And it may be kind of a cycle that you go through. It may also be at different times, it can be a different uh, combination of those emotions. Most of the time, though, it is based in a feeling of loss of control. Loss of control or the perception of losing control can create a lot of stress, can create um, a lot of anxiety. And frankly, those things can turn into something much worse. Um, So if emotions are at the heart of an issue, what control do you have over those emotions? What if you had a method for turning the feelings you don't want to have into feelings that are more productive or more positive? That's what we're going to explore today. You know, I look around and I see people afraid to take a new job. I mean, the job market right now is just crazy. It's it's unprecedented. You've got millions and millions of jobs that are open. You've got millions of people who don't have a job, but they're afraid to go out and take a job. What I've been telling people that I know, if you ever wanted to try something new and different, if you ever wanted to try a different industry, do it now. People are, employers are hungry for talent. And this is a wonderful opportunity to try new things, to go out and and experience and grow in new areas, both personally and professionally. But there's so much fear out there. Uh, and that goes further, just to the point of Afraid to go to a family gathering over the holidays. Afraid to take a risk. You know, and just simply afraid. Now, fear itself is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, if you step into the street and a a large truck is coming at you at high speed, you want fear to kick in and tell your brain to move out of the way fast. So fear is not necessarily a bad thing. But... If fear keeps you from making decisions, from living your life, then it can easily, easily, and I'm going to repeat that, easily lead to a variety of other issues, including mental health issues like depression or anxiety. If you think about fear, it's actually projecting yourself into a future scenario where most of what you see are negative outcomes. Again, I'm going to say that again. It's actually projecting yourself into a future scenario where most of what you see are negative outcomes. How many times have you feared an upcoming situation only to find it was not really all that bad? I know I have. We are the only species on the planet that can do this. Not that that's such a gift, I guess. Uh, Much of the time, we do it to our detriment. But 
The question then becomes, what can we do about it? The simple answer, control what you can, which may be a lot more than you think. So when we look at the brain science that's going on here, most of the time thoughts are followed very closely by emotions about those thoughts. This is how we choose between different options. Which option do I feel the best about? Which outcome do I believe will make me the happiest? Which choice will I feel accomplishes the most? Notice the word feeling in every one of those statements. Feelings follow thoughts. Feelings are critical to making our best decisions, not outside of logic and reason, but alongside them. When a strong emotion occurs, it takes about six seconds for those neurotransmitters to diminish their impact on our brain. Remember the old saying, count to 10 when you're angry before you react? Amazing, isn't it? There's real science behind that old saying. In most cases in our world today, fight, flight, or freeze are not great responses, especially in the workplace. But that is how our brain is wired. And by the way, while I talk about our brain being wired in a certain way, I'm not talking about a scientific definition of how your brain is wired. I'm just talking about your experience. You know that when fear kicks in, when a fear of loss of control kicks in, you get this feeling in your gut that that creates this pressure in you, uh, this almost tingling sensation sometimes of, of what'll happen? What do I do now? Oh my goodness. You know, what sh- and, and that is the survival part of the brain kicking in and saying fight, flight, or freeze. So let's go back to what we can control. There's an acronym that fighter pilots are training called OODA, O-O-D-A. Observe, orient, decide, and act. You can pretty much guess why fighter pilots have to make quick decisions. I mean, if if the rockets are flying, (laughs) so to speak, or somebody's on your tail and they're getting ready to shoot you down, you don't have a lot of time to have a decision-by-committee approach. I mean, you've got to make quick decisions. So what is this, what is this OODA loop or this OODA decision-making process? Observe what you know to be true, orient around that knowledge, decide your best course of action, and then act. That's observe, orient, decide, and act. You can use this same tool in the way that you approach situations that are highly emotionally charged. As a matter of fact, it's very helpful to have a methodology like this to rely on when you're in those kinds of situations. And remember, this is an iterative cycle. It's not just a one-time thing. You keep going through that cycle until you get better and better outcomes. You know, as more information becomes available in the situation, you can reorient, you can make the next decision, you can take the next action step. 
And you can, you can imagine that that works extremely well for fighter pilots under high stress situations. It'll work pretty well for you under high stress situations. Thankfully, most of us have more time to make decisions, but what we control stays the same. I'm going to add one thing to that. You can control how you navigate your emotions. Notice I'm not saying you can control the emotions themselves, not not those emotions that are triggered. You're going to have those emotions, but you can control what you do with them. Do you react, kind of a knee-jerk reaction, or do you more appropriately respond? Now, I'm going to tie this all back to those questions I ask you at the very first of the episode, which, which are, do you want to be more mentally agile? Do you want to be more resilient? Do you want to live a more balanced and satisfying life? And all of those other questions I ask at the first, this is how you get there. By starting to understand what it is you can control and then putting those things into practice. But it first comes from self-awareness and aware of your patterns. So let's talk a little bit more about what we do control and what we can do about those things. You can control how you choose to develop your mindset. And let me explain what I mean by that. In this case, I'm talking about creating a mindset you choose to manage your thoughts and emotions. And there are many, many uh, writings out there about this. There are many uh, experts who will tell you how to do these kinds of things. But in reality, you need to decide what works best for you. Take that information Use that information, but create your best mindset. Now, let me give you an example of of creating the right mindset. Um, Have you ever been driving and something on the side of the road catches your eye? All of a sudden, a few seconds later, you realize the vehicle you're driving is heading in that direction. And you have to, you know, correct rapidly correct so you don't go off the road. I think we've all had that kind of experience. It's the same thing with your mind. If something distracts you, if something disrupts your thought processes, it's very easy to put your focus and energy on that thing and then derail or or run off the road, so to speak, in what you're trying to accomplish. So how do we control that? First, we put safe driving, a safe driving mindset in place. What do I mean by that? A methodology for dealing with distractions. So you don't have to allow the vehicle to go the direction of the distraction. You don't have to allow your mind to stay on that distraction. Uh, And it's not that you don't look at it. But you don't dwell on it. You don't allow things to be taken off track or or off the rails, so to speak. Here's another way to think about this. When you dwell on a situation that triggers unwanted or undesired emotions, what happens? It becomes a cycle of thought, feelings, and actions. 
And I, I mean that cycle literally. So if you've ever had a situation that really bothered you and you were thinking about it and you had these feelings about it, and then you're thinking about the actions you can take, or maybe you've already taken actions, it comes back around and you do it again and you do it again. Sometimes you run this, this video in your mind over and over and over, you know, oh, they did this horrible thing to me and this is how I feel about it. And this is, this is how I think about it. This is how I feel about it. This is what I want to do. I want to do this. I want to, and it just becomes a, what I call a, a, a very negative cycle, you know, a downward spiral. Um, however, it, 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 if you think about it objectively, it becomes harder and harder to manage that. It drains more and more of your energy. It is a cycle of non-productive thoughts and emotions that disrupt you and they demotivate you. They drain your energy. They drain your motivation. This is not about some, you know, false doctrine of positive thinking. I'm not promoting, oh, all you have to do is, is have positive thinking and, and everything's going to be great. I think any of us who have any life experience at all will look at that statement and go, no, not so much. The reality is, though, there's a lot we can control in this. And it starts with the way we choose to put our time, energy, and focus on our thinking, our emotions, and the actions we take out of that. And it comes from creating a mindset or a set of rules that we approach these things from. So how can someone build a well-balanced mindset? A mindset that motivates and enhances good decision-making a mindset of response, not knee-jerk reaction. It all starts with focusing on what we can control, especially with our emotions. Those are the primary drivers. So let's take a deeper look at how we can do that. I use the term EQ fit. It's simply a process of becoming smarter with feelings or smarter with emotions. And that's a multidimensional statement. Becoming smarter with emotions means using our emotions for better outcomes, uh, navigating our emotions for a better strategic outcome. You can look at that in a lot of ways. It also means becoming smarter by not compartmentalizing our emotions and putting them in a box and setting them aside, but allowing the emotions to be a part of our overall brain process. Think about it this way. I know from, from my training, my background, my experience, that the brain is not designed to act in a compartmentalized fashion. It's designed to act in a unified fashion. So to artificially, quote, leave your emotions at the door, unquote, you are literally negating the full power of your brain. 
You're not leveraging your brain's full capacity. There is a synergy that comes from using the rational, logical side of your brain along with the emotional, creative, innovative side of your brain. Now, creating this approach, this EQ fit or this fitness approach to using our whole brain, which includes emotional intelligence, how do we do that? Well, first, there's three important steps to becoming EQ fit, emotional intelligence, uh, strong that and and a lot of people will call this mental toughness you may have heard it in many different kinds of phrases it's and that's kind of a a, a dichotomy or or a paradox if you think of mental toughness and emotional intelligence because they almost sound like they're different things but the reality is whether it, you call it mental toughness or just mental endurance or the, the ability to persevere through very difficult things, it really comes down to using your whole brain and getting that synergistic effect out of it. So what's the first step? Number one, become more aware of your feelings, how they impact you, how they impact your, your actions, and become more aware of your patterns, the way that you tend to handle certain things the rules that you put in place that kick in in certain situations. Second, practice navigating your emotions for better outcomes. Does the emotion rule you or do you rule the emotion? It really is your choice. A lot of people will say, well, they made me do it because of this or because of that. But the reality is nobody made them do that. Also, practice optimism. Think of options before you respond. Find a way to build your internal resources. The third step, have a clear understanding of the standards you live by or decide what you want them to be and work towards that. Gain insight into others by practicing seeing things from their perspective and the feelings that they may be having. Those are the first three steps in creating this this mental mindset, this EQ fit mindset. This approach is based in neuroscience, and you can learn more about it by visiting the sixseconds.org website, and that's the number six seconds dot org um there's there is a ton of information there to help you better understand what that looks like why is this important remember the questions we started with do you want to be more mentally agile do you want to be more resilient do you want to be more successful do you want to make your very best decisions Do you want to lead yourself and others well? Do you want to have greater influence? Do you want to have a more balanced and satisfying life? You don't have to guess or try to do all of this by yourself. You don't have to recreate the wheel. Use a scientific approach to creating this EQ fit mindset. And let me give you 
an exercise that I think will help you in doing that. This is a journey and you're going to get better at it. Just like going to the gym and working out. The more you work out, the better you're going to get at this. The next time you experience a situation that did not have the desired outcome, I want you to stop and and write down or take notes about what was I thinking, what was I feeling, and what action did I take, or what did I say. Remember, this is when you have a situation with an outcome that, that you're not happy with. And also, capture the outcome. What happened because of those things. Then I want you to figure out how to get a better outcome by what would I like to have thought or what would I like to think in this situation? What would I like to feel in this situation? Um, What would I like to do? What are the actions I would like to take in this situation for an improved outcome? That is a very simple step, a very simple exercise to help you think through how to better approach situations to get the outcomes that you want, a more strategic approach. This is one of the rules you can put in place to help you create that more balanced, more successful EQ fit mindset. This is a very simple practice, but it has profound results because it allows you to set aside the emotions Look at them objectively and figure out how did they drive you in reaction mode, but how could they be better used in response mode? Response is a better outcome. If you will practice it. Oh, and decide what you're going to do about the previous situation. I'm not suggesting you leave it alone and not go back and do something about that. You may want to go back and and rebuild a bridge or or try to get a better outcome out of that. The key to a healthy EQ fit mindset is to focus on what you can control, but then actually do something about it. And that's important. The action step is important. You control how you respond to other people. You control your own choices and decisions. You control the values and standards you adhere to. You set the rules you live your life by. You control your self-talk. You control where you seek motivation. Is it through external things, other people's appreciation or recognition or money or whatever? Or is it through internal resources you built for yourself? I think you can see which one I think is the better. The internal motivators, that source of intrinsic motivation, will take you a lot further. You control your actions. You control how much empathy you give to others. And frankly, how much empathy you give to yourself. This EQ Fit approach is designed to prepare you to take on life's challenges crisis, and opportunities, and to do that with more agility, more resilience, and simply more internal resources, those are the resources you can always count on. 
I hope you'll take the time to try some of the suggestions in today's episode and check out our website for more insights. I'm going to leave you with this. Understanding the massive impact your emotions have on you and on others will make you a better leader, a better influencer, a better partner, a better communicator, a better collaborator, and bottom line, will open the door to a more satisfying and fulfilling life. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I hope you'll subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes as we journey together on this pathway to building a healthy organization. Also, check us out on YouTube at the same name, Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. And for additional information, feel free to visit our website, gscfit.com.